Hi, I'm Michael. And I'm John. And we are... Brothers on a Tangent. Two brothers from Utah that decided to start a podcast together. And today, we start off by making an apology. We would like to ask your forgiveness, I particularly, would like to ask your forgiveness for the lateness of the last episode, as it has now been months since we last recorded, and it just recently got released, because life got really busy, and I got in a really bad place mentally for a little while there, but I eventually got it all together, I pulled myself out of it, and I got that episode done, so... Sorry that it took so long. Uh, I hope you can forgive us. I think the funniest part is like, you know, I I wrote up the description and everything. And I was like, oh, it's been a while, right? And then like in the first five minutes you hear, wow, we don't really have much to talk about. It's only been a week since we recorded. And so it's like there was only a week between the recordings. But but the editing took a few months. The editing took months. So please forgive John for that. You don't have to forgive me because I didn't do anything wrong. He always does something <laughs> wrong. Yeah, uh, that's true. Okay, so do we want to go ahead and get started on some life updates? There's, I mean, it's been a few months. So well, let's, like, let's let's start by doing a little more of our recaps. Our, our recaps? Yes, we have a few things to recap about what, the last episode. Oh my goodness, you're right. We, we literally just wrote this list. Yes. And I forgot that, uh, yeah, we have, a, we have a few recaps. First off... Hey, Michael, how's uh, that uh, winning streak on risk? So here's the thing. In our previous episode, I made a very bold statement. I said, I have never lost a game of risk. At which point, John was like, okay, I'm inviting Libby over, and we're going to play risk right after this. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. Prepare to have your asses handed to you. And uh, John, would you like to enlighten them who had their ass handed to them? Michael. Michael had his ass handed to him by Libby. Yeah, Ooh, it's kicked true. his ass. It's true. Uh, John put up a pretty good fight, but was no match for my superior brain moves, and no. Libby destroyed me. Okay, all right. In all fairness, John actually technically beat me too because I was the first one out of the game. Uh, but John was not really much of a, a match. It was yeah. Libby that destroyed me. Yeah, no, Libby. Libby destroyed Michael, and then she just continued to wipe the floor with me. Yeah, she kicked ass. <clears throat> It was a very intriguing game. It was in- fantastic. Tr- intriguing game. Oh, man, I'm I can't talk today. That's unfortunate. I know, especially when you're recording a podcast. The next thing, in the last episode, Michael had mentioned <laughs> that his wife has bu- bought him something. Michael, clueless as could be, as I continued to pry, but chose not to not to um, enlighten him for the potential of being scarred by something. Tell me, were you scarred when you were when the person who revealed it to you, as well as what it meant? So I was not scarred by what it meant, because a- apparently gray sweatpants is to women what cleavage is to men. So I I wasn't I wasn't scarred by that. That's fine. I get that. We all need a little eye candy every once in a while. However. The deliverer of this message was my mother. <laughs> With memes. <laughs> With memes. So thanks for that, Mom. Really appreciate it. Best way to do it. I appreciate that. I really do. That's yep. genuine. His it, is not. It, no, I I am a little grateful because I was just going off about how much I love my sweatpants and not thinking anything of it. So, yeah, appreciate that. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> 
That's great. Yep. Oh All right. Last thing on the list for our recaps. Somebody has been playing more games with Libby, and it hasn't been me, so I have to assume it's probably John. I know most people don't care about this as a recap, but I just wanted to recap it. That we're continuing to play games, and it's a really fun pastime because I've played some of her favorite games. She's played some of my favorite games, like the Halo series. We're working through the Master Chief Collection right now. It's been fun. It's been fantastic. I grew up with these games. It's great. I... Libby has quite the habit of either shooting or punching me because there's an enemy in front of me that I'm currently fighting. It's ten. It's it's great. That's wonderful. I I honestly I'm a little jealous. I wish Shelby would play games with me. She doesn't even lif- listen to the podcast anymore, so she'll never hear this. But like that's like couple goals for me is to be able to play video games with my wife and she just has zero interest. Even in, like, Animal Crossing. Like, she loved Animal Crossing for, like, three weeks and then stopped playing. And so, like, we we don't have any games that we play together anymore, and it makes me really sad. So, that's a shame. Ooh, you want to know what game I actually got recently? What's that? Um, Sorry, Tangent. But, you know, that's the name of the game, baby. Yeah. Um, Battlefield 1 was on PlayStation Plus for Freezies. Okay. So I picked it up, and I am terrible at first-person shooters, and this just served to remind me. I probably put, like, three or four hours into it, and I was having a good time until I wasn't. I was getting very frustrated very quickly and put it down, and I I have not picked it back up. But it was free, so it's fine. See, my relationship with first-person shooters is I am average. I'm pretty good. But there was a time when I was living with my old roommates, my old place. Right. And they all played like Warzone or whatnot together. They, they played Modern Warfare together. And so they invited me to join. I played with them and got my ass whooped multiple times. I think, I think we actually went over this in a previous episode. I've Probably. also, I've also been re-listening to our old episodes just cause like, I want to make sure that we're not recovering topics, which we kind of are right now, but it's fine. I actually, yeah. I asked my coworker, I was like, is it narcissistic of me to just spend a full day listening to my own podcast? <laughs> and he was like, yes, yes, it is. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. So, ooh, I also switch podcast players. I don't use Spotify for podcasts anymore. Oh, uh, what do you use? I switched over to Google Podcasts just because it, so there's there's a couple of reasons. First of all, it makes it much easier to navigate to my podcasts when there's literally an app just dedicated to them. Whereas with Spotify, uh-huh. it's always like I'll switch between music and stuff. And so like, I have to go back into the podcast section and then I have to find my podcasts and then I have to, you know, all that stuff. Whereas with Google podcasts, it's just, it's, it's right there. The other reason is I actually prefer the player for it. Okay. I don't really know how to describe it. It's just like the buttons are easier to navigate. The skip buttons are better too. Because with Spotify, you have uh, plus 15 seconds or minus 15 seconds. Which is way too much for a podcast. With Google Play or Google Podcasts, you have plus 30 seconds, which still seems like a bit much, but you have minus 10 seconds. Oh, that's great. Which is much, much better. Yeah. Much better. So yeah, I switched podcast players, which to be honest, like I'm actually really loving the Switch. It's been great. The only complaint I have is that when the app is open... And, like, you click on your, like, open apps or whatever, and it'll show everything that's open. It has two spots. 
and I can't I can't just like close one of them because if I close one of them, then the podcast player stops working. That's funny. But I mean, that's totally minor thing. Totally minor thing. So okay. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add to the recap? Anything else you thought of? Uh, not really. What about you? No, no, I don't think I do. Okay, let's go to life updates. Life updates. All right, so this is a brand new segment and will hopefully be the only time we uh, really have a big, long segment for this because okay. uh, it's been Michael. a few months. Yes. Okay, Michael, you you tell all your life updates and then I'll tell mine. Sound good? So what you been up to lately in these last few months? <clears throat> so, okay, actually I have one that I want to add that I didn't put on our list. Okay. I can officiate weddings now. Oh yeah. Like legally within the state of Utah, I can I can declare two people married and that's a legally binding thing as long as they've done all the prior paperwork. Yes, yes, the prior paperwork. You can't just walk up to a couple and be like, "You're married now." <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> so Michael, why did you why did you get officiated? So the whole reason um I decided to become an officiant, which is actually only one of the two words that they use to describe it. So I I have two titles. I have officiant, that is when I am performing a wedding, and I have designee, which just states that I am able to perform a marriage. Oh, great. Right? Essentially, I went down to the courthouse, and I got the document, or like I filled out the paperwork, and I paid $25. That's it. That's all it took. One page of of paperwork and $25, and you can legally marry people. It's awesome. Now... The reason I ended up doing this is you may or may not have heard, listener, that I am uh, a little bit religious, right? Wait, really? A whole yeah. episode? I no clue. I don't think I've talked about it much here. It, it was more than one episode, John. <laughs> we did an episode that was kind of dedicated to it, and then I've pretty much popped it into every single episode, <laughs> uh, which is what I'm about to do now. Whoa. So... I, for the past two years, have actually been training to become a Gothi, which, for those of you unfamiliar with the term, it's similar to a priest, but for Asatru, or heathenry, or you know the naming things, we went over it before. Back in March, probably a week or two after we recorded the last episode, I actually ended up taking my Gothi oath, my oath of the Gothar. In my religion, taking an oath is like the most binding thing you can possibly do. It is, in fact, required to call myself a Gothi outside of a ceremony that I am performing. So um, there's a lot that comes with it, and it's all responsibilities and no fun. Whoa. (laughs) But because I have taken that oath, I am obligated to be able to perform marriages for folk that come to me and and want to get married, obviously. So the state of Utah has some weird wording when it comes to who can perform marriages. And when it comes to like religious entities, they specify ministers, rabbis, or priests. So basically it's, I could probably fall under the category of minister or priest. Uh I definitely cannot fall under the category of rabbi. No. No. Um, But... I, I could probably pass as one of those two things, but I didn't want it to ever become I'm fighting the state to make sure that what I did was legal. So I went and got listed as a designee in the Utah County, which 
allows me to perform marriages essentially in the name of the county auditor. <laughs> well, actually not in the name of the county auditor. So there are two things I have to like that have to be done during the marriage ceremony to make it legal. First is I have to get consent, verbal consent from both parties. So basically like, do you Jacob take Margaret to be your lawfully wedded wife? He says, yes, that's half of that. Do you Margaret take Jacob to be your lawfully wedded husband? She says, yes, that's the other half of that. So that's the first requirement. The second requirement, and I have to say this every time. The first one, I can say however I want to, as long as I get verbal consent from both parties. Sweet. The second one, I have to say it exactly this way every time. Okay. By the power vested in me, by the laws of the state of Utah, I now pronounce you married. Husband and husband, husband and wife, whatever, right? Uh Uh-huh. But I have to say it. By the powers vested in me, by the laws of the state of Utah. Okay. So, uh, that way, I am 100% certified to perform a a legally binding marriage. And then, of course, you know, there's other stuff afterwards. You have to actually sign the marriage certificate. I have to go turn that in. Like, that's on me to turn in. That's not on the couple. Oh. Um, Wow, a lot more goes into it than I thought it it did. Yeah. Like, if, if and when you ever get married, you have to go to the county offices and get, get a marriage the, license. And get the marriage license. Yes, you have I to get that. the marriage license. And then obviously you have to have your officiant help you fill it out. You have yeah. to have two witnesses. And then once you've signed that document, it's out of your hands. The officiant takes care of the rest of it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that it was the officiant that took it back. I thought yep. it was, I thought it was the couple that did that. Yep. Interesting. And I would have 30 days to do so, or I serve a minimum of six months in jail. Oh shoot. Um, yes. You know, I I actually was the witness at one of the witnesses at the last wedding I went to. Shout out to Hunter and Carissa. And so, yeah, I, I knew about the witnesses, whatnot, filling it out or whatnot. I didn't know that the officiant was the person who was responsible for it after. I thought the couple just nope. Took that's it back on themselves. the officiant. Interesting. And like I said, like it's, I have to do it, or I I am legally breaking the law. <laughs> Ba-bum. So, but I mean, they give you a 30 day window, so that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I can perform marriages now uh, because, well, <laughs> because I went and filled out the paperwork and paid $25, Yay. but I did it because I am a full Gothi now. I am an oath sworn Gothi. Like I said, that comes with a lot of responsibilities, a little bit of fun. There is a little bit of fun there. That's good. But yeah, like it's, it's awesome. It's wonderful. So... We'll move on to our next life update. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and let John do his because my next two no. are more silly than anything. No, I need mine. Mine, mine will be last because it will segue into the rest of the episode. I have oh a segue. I have a segue into, from my life update to more of the episode. So you continue yours. Okay. And then mine, okay. mine will be last. Okay. All right. All right. So next thing on, on my life updates. I mentioned, actually, this kind of is a little bit of a recap, but also a life update. So in the previous episode, I mentioned that I got a promotion at work. So I don't, uh, I don't drive anymore. I'm in the shop slash office, but I don't know what my job is. Fantastic. I, I have no idea what I'm like supposed to do. My boss just kind of tells me that like he wants me 
working in the office because of how smart a guy I am and how great, like I'll be improving the company. And so I, I don't know what I do. I just kind of show up every day and I'm like, okay, well this looks like it needs doing. So I'll do that. Like sometimes I'll just be like putting stuff away and other times I'll actually be like helping the shop guys. And very, very rarely do I ever do anything in the office. (laughs) But despite not knowing what my job is, apparently I'm doing a good job at it because I got a really big raise. (laughs) I can just imagine uh, your one coworker that listens to this going, what? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Okay. Like, I guess I shouldn't say it was a really big raise, but yeah, my boss just kind of came to me and he's like, Hey, I just want you to know that I really appreciate everything you're doing around here. And in my head, I'm just screaming like, what do I do? What am I doing? What am what, I doing? Like, like what, it, what is it that I do? Cause I don't, I don't do anything. Whatever you do, you're doing it. Well yeah. And, and yeah, he was just like, yeah, I just really, I really appreciate what you're doing around here. And I just want you to know that like, we recognize it. So I'm just letting you know, like you're getting this much of a raise. And I was like, Oh, okay. Awesome cool what do i do <laughs> like yeah that's fantastic and now you yeah. know it's it's been long enough and you've got enough of a raise now that you can't just go and be like so what do i do <laughs> yeah exactly like i can't i can't just go have that conversation and be like okay let's define my job responsibilities because i don't know what i'm doing i just show up that would be awkward at this point i feel like so so it's just, so it's just like uh You'll just keep doing what you're doing, and uh, if they if they say to do something, you'll do it, and you, that's your job. Yep. And, like, at this point, like, I, I, I could get fired and have no idea what I did. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get fired, though. Probably. What you're doing is, is you're doing it well enough, apparently. Yeah, whatever it is, it must be pretty good. Just as long as someone else doesn't try to throw you under the bus for something that wasn't your fault. Um, shout out. Uh, not going to explain why that's a shout out, but shout out. <laughs> okay. Whoever you are, listener, you know what this is. And if you don't, then you're not the listener I'm talking to or John's talking to. I don't <laughs> I don't know what's happening. John's anyway. not going to explain it. Okay. Nope. All right. Um, I guess we're continuing with my life update list. Yeah, because you have so many more. I only have one more. Okay, continue. Uh, so we recently bought a trailer. Okay. Um, it's just a little pop-up tent trailer. Um, my my Jeep can handle it just fine. My old Jeep can handle it just fine. Not a big problem. The funniest part of this is the story on how it happened. How, how did it come about? I'm so glad you asked, John. So basically, my wife decides, hey, we're buying a trailer this year. Because obviously, like, we're not going to be able to afford a home. So we might as well get something small ish to you know kind of upgrade our our lives basically right because yeah we do camping trips and stuff we've got our big one coming up this weekend um mm, from from when we're recording not from when this gets released this this episode's coming out after i already have been back from that camping trip yep but you know just kind of general life upgrades right so here's the deal Basically, my wife's plan was go get a loan for a trailer, buy the trailer, no big deal. Well, she starts looking at trailers on like KSL and stuff. She finds one that she falls in love with. Okay. Now we know that the loan process is going to take longer than we think it will. 
so obviously like we're not going to be able to get approved in time because these trailers are going fast right she'd she'd been looking for a couple of days and half of the ones she'd been looking at had already been sold Uh so we knew like okay we're gonna have to act fast so i i lovingly tell my wife hey maybe we should wait until we're pre-approved for a loan and then we'll find one we love yeah and in response she goes to her mom and says hey can you give us the money oh yay her mom agrees on the condition that we pay her back as soon as we get the loan for it. So we go down, we buy this trailer off of this person. I'm not going to say how much it was, but it was four figures, less than half of five figures. Put it that way. Okay. Somewhere in the range of $3,600. Ah, for that? (laughs) It's, it looks really good on the inside. I'll show you later. Anyways, anyways, uh, yeah, like not not a small purchase, right? Her mom gives us the money for it, all of the money for it, on the condition that we pay her back as soon as we get the loan. So we go and we pay for this trailer. We take the trailer home. And the next day, my wife gets a call from the bank that they denied the loan. Oh, no. I was pissed, dude. I was livid. Because the whole time I'm telling her, I'm like... Like, we, we can't afford this. Like, what happens if the loan d- falls through? Yeah. Right? Like, what happens if, if it just doesn't work? Right? Yeah. What happens if we end up buying a lemon? What happens if all of this, right? I'm, I'm trying to be the voice of reason here. Uh-huh. Trying so hard. And she kind of bulldozed me. And, and we went and bought a trailer with her mom's money. Oh. <sighs> I love you, man. But, uh. Speak louder. Yeah, she's you not allowed it. to make any more financial decisions. That that'll work. That that should work. I'm, I'm glad it got figured out. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the that's the funny story that makes me want to cry a little bit about how we bought a trailer and we're so excited to take it camping. It's going to be a good time. Yay. So, yeah, we'll be up in the in the mountains for 5 days straight. Fun. Um Hopefully not lighting everything on fire because everything is on fire here in Utah. Really? Already? Oh yeah, dude. Have you not have you not been paying attention? No. There's like six or seven major fires across the state right now. Oh damn. Two of which are about thirty miles from our campground. Oh fun. So yeah. Super fun. Uh why don't you go ahead and give us your life update, John? Now that I'm finally through mine, I feel like I've been talking my head off. Yay. Give me a life update. Okay, little li- life update. I've mentioned my fantastic girlfriend Libby in the past. Wait, who? What was her name again? Libby. I think. Wasn't she on one of the episodes? Yes. Oh, yes. man. Okay. I think I think it's coming back to me. So, she's no longer my girlfriend because she's now my fiance. We're engaged. I'm going to I'm going to go find a little sound clip of children cheering and oh put God. that in right there. This is this is my vocal note to do that. <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, we got engaged. Congratulations. So, for our 6-month anniversary, we went to Lagoon and we basically spent the day at Lagoon uh just hanging out and whatnot and 
we went to the Ferris wheel about middle of the day and I proposed on it. And basically we hopped on the Ferris wheel and I started proposing. I made a, a quick comment about I'd get down on my knee, but I feel like that would be very awkward. And she just goes, do it. You can do it. <laughs> and so I did. I went down on my knee. It was very awkward. I, it, it hurt a little, but it was worth it because it was fun and funny. Cute. And so, yeah. So we got, so we got engaged. You proposed on the Ferris wheel? I proposed on the Ferris wheel, which is a little funny thing. That is a little funny thing, because, because I believe we mentioned in the previous episode that uh, John is terrified of Ferris wheels. I'm terrified of heights, not Ferris wheels. Get it right. Um, I'm sorry. You're terrified of heights, and by extension, Ferris wheels. Because they're tall. <laughs> Anyway, so now your engagement story will forever be tainted by an underlying tone of fear. No, wrong. As all good engagement stories should be. Wrong. The fear's been over overwritten by my great fantastic engagement story. So, so little story about the Lagoon Ferris wheel is the first time I Okay, wait, wrote before it. we get into this, before we get into this, I feel like we're glossing over the fact that you just got engaged, dude. <laughs> Okay, okay. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. That's um, huge. Do I get to throw your bachelor party? You're going to have to talk with the best man and coordinate it with him. Am I not the best man? <laughs> you're lucky if he makes groomsmen. Fine, I'm going to be the drunk wedding crasher. Fuck you. It's it's not my fault whether or not you're a groomsman. It's, uh, we're, we're having a little issues with the wedding party currently. I'm not going to go into it. But what? I'm not going to go into it. What? But we're having some issues, and so we're uncertain on. We want an even number um, in the wedding party, so we're we're figuring stuff. And out. you have a lot more siblings than she does. She has none. No I know, siblings. I know. Like like you have so many more siblings than her, you can't even multiply it to get the right number. Oh, which reminds me, I I need to talk to you and your wife about what? About your daughter. And I was I was wondering and hoping if, you know, like, she could be our flower girl. <gasps> yeah. Oh, 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 I am not crying. <laughs> you are so crying. Oh, fuck, that's cute. It's adorable, right? Yeah, no, I was... Um, okay. We were, hoping, we were hoping we could get Brielle as our flower girl, so I needed to talk with you and wife later on about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that'd be cool, I guess. <laughs> it's fine. Um, anyways, yeah, so, so, groomsmen, bridesmaids situation is fucky. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Hopefully it'll work, hopefully it'll work out. Um, things going real well. Um, we have been working with a jeweler on the ring. Um. You don't have the ring yet? Okay, so little, little story about the ring. So, a few months back when I decided I was going to propose, um, Mm -hmm. We, we were discussing rings or whatnot, and we had ordered a ring online. Right. And it was a teal sapphire, and it was exactly, well, wrong. First, we started by custom making one. We were okay. going to custom make one. And then she found a ring that she really enjoyed that had a teal sapphire in it because Libby's favorite color is teal. It's a great color. My whole house is full of teal things. It's wonderful. So, um, okay, I have a tangent tangential question. Okay. Why why not give it its own name? Why call it a teal sapphire? I would like to pull on a guest real quick to explain it. 
the wonderful and fantastic fiancé of mine, Libby. Whoa, have you been here this whole time? Always. (laughs) Okay, so why do they call it a teal sapphire? Why not give it its own name? So sapphires are actually really interesting because there's a lot of different colors of sapphire. Right. Um, It's not just blue. Um, Actually, the only sapphire that has a different name is a ruby, which is a red sapphire. Right, and I knew that. So I'm wondering why not give all the different colors different names? Probably because there'd be too many names. Because there's every single color of sapphire you can think of. There's there's pink, there's green, there's blue. There's just every color. And they just didn't name them all because why would you? Because I, like, if, if they're going to give special treatment to a red sapphire, call it a ruby, why not give special treatment to a brown sapphire and call it shitstone or something? I don't know. Like, that was the first thing that came to mind. That was, that's that was exactly <laughs> why they didn't name them. <laughs> All right, I I will now make it my life's mission to rename the different colored sapphires with good names, not just shitstone. <laughs> Although I'll probably throw that on there for one of them, just because, you know. Good luck with that. Thanks. Okay, um, back to it. I just remembered a recap. Um, oh, yes. It has to do with something I just noticed. Was it the shitstone? No, Michael, it's your nails. Oh, yeah, my, my nails are painted. Well, <laughs> kind of. They're they're really chipped. Yeah. Um, but last episode we d- we discussed how much we we actually really do enjoy doing that and having that right. done. But we both, you know, were a little skeptical about it. And I just noticed your nails, and I gotta say. Yeah. So it's actually entirely unrelated to the podcast. Yes. Like, I figure as much. I I would love to come out here and say like, oh yeah, you know, like releasing that to the world gave me the confidence to be able to just go for it, right? If only. Uh, that is that is not the case. Actually, what happened is it was like two or three days after the podcast released. So unless my daughter listened to the podcast, it has nothing to do with the podcast. Uh, you know she listens to it, you know. Biggest fan right there. Uh, No. No, I don't think she does. Oh. If she does, I need to child. figure out what device she's using. <laughs> she's also a child, so, you know, she needs to stop listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. She's actually napping right now. Adorable. Which reminds me, I think I left the monitor upstairs. Okay, I need to use the restroom anyway, so we can take a quick break. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay, we'll, we'll be right back after this short ad. Hello, listeners. This is Michael here with your semi-regular ad. Do you enjoy listening to podcasts? Do your friends enjoy listening to podcasts? Because if they do, you should absolutely Share this podcast with them. Brothers on a Tangent. It's new. It's fresh. It's got some really bad timing editors. Um, but it's great. It's so much fun to sit here and listen to two guys talk about how great their lives are while, you know, you're busy doing a job you don't want to do. It's wonderful. Really. Oh, man, I am not good at selling this thing. But that's okay. Because this whole podcast is not good. But we put it out for you anyways. We love you. You love us. Let your friends love us, too. I'm John Black, and I approve this message. End of ad. Hello, listener. It's Michael again, back with a rare, rare second ad for this episode. Do you enjoy getting married? I would love to perform your marriage. I have this fancy new, uh, you know, officiant's license 
that I have yet to use. I do, I do actually have one person that's reached out to me to ask me to officiate, but that hasn't happened yet. So you could be the first. So if you and your significant other are planning to get married at any time in the foreseeable future, reach out to me. I am legally obligated to say, yes, I will. That's, that's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, I, I would love to perform your marriage. Let me do it. It'd be cool. The only stipulation I have is I will not involve any gods that aren't my own. So if you want to do a, you know, purely godless wedding, I'm all for it. If you want to do a pagan wedding, I'm even more for it. But uh, I will perform your marriage. End of ad. Okay, so uh, we were talking about how, oh yeah, my, my daughter, and she was listening to the podcast, but she actually wasn't. Um, she, basically, she got her toenails painted, and she got her fingernails painted, because she loves painting her nails. She's a little girly girl. Yeah. Loves having her nails painted. I'm just kind of like sitting at the kitchen table, just, you know, scrolling through Facebook, whatever. Just, she comes up, and she's like, paint daddy's nails? Oh. And like honestly like looking into this little girl's eyes like there's no way you can say no. Exactly. And obviously like I already admitted that like yeah, I enjoy it. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I was like of course. Like yeah, let's go paint my nails or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And so Shelby painted my nails because I can't do it myself. I've tried before and I'm terrible at it. I'm sure I'm sure like with uh-huh. practice or whatever, but you know, it's not going to happen very often, so I figured like yeah, I'll just let you know Shelby paint my nails and it made my little girl so happy that daddy had her his nails painted so it was it was wonderful and then they're all scuffed up like they're they're seriously so bad right now Uh but honestly I kind of dig it because it it like brings me back to my high school days when I used to like color them in with sharpie yeah and and it looks like all grungy and yeah definitely a little edgy and so like I'm I'm digging it it's cool it's not a phase mom it's a lifestyle uh I you know I don't think I ever actually used those words I never went through like phases in high school nope you're just a loser all the way through Oh, <laughs> I, I, I have, I have nothing to um, dispute that with. That's unfortunate. So, anyways, yeah, I uh, painted my nails. So there's a little bit of a recap for you. My Fantastic. nails are currently halfway black. Fantastic. So it's it's nice. Yeah, that's adorable. That's adorable. Okay, so back to it. So. When we first started looking for a ring, you know, we went to that custom design. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking about... Uh, the ring, yes. The ring. And I mentioned Teal Sapphire. And you're like, what's Teal Sapphire? Anyway. Yeah, why can't so, they just give it its own name? I actually, I actually came up with a name for a Teal Sapphire. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Moon Glow. No. You're right. That was a terrible name. I, I didn't actually come up with that until I said I'd come up with something. And then I was like, oh, shit, what do I say? Why am Smooth. I making this joke? Why am I continuing this? Smooth. And this anyway. is just more of the quality content that you can get when you share this with your friends. End of ad. Uh, anyway, so, so the first ring arrived, and I got the best version of it. And it was just a deep blue sapphire. No teal. So just a regular sapphire. Just a regular sapphire. Like, like when somebody says sapphire, they think of a blue stone. Yes. You know, because all of the other colors should have their own names. I'm okay. I'm gonna die on this hill. Okay. This is this is the fight I'm choosing to pick with society. But you don't have an issue with diamonds having different names. What? Diamonds don't have different names for their colors. Yeah, but that's because there's no other example of a different color diamond that has its own name. It's all color diamond, right? Okay. 
Where, whereas with sapphires, rubies and sapphires are the exact same thing, just different trace elements create a different coloring, and therefore the ruby is different. The ruby has its own name. Okay. Right? Okay. Anyway, and so first ring arrives, it's blue. We don't want blue. We want teal. So the other option, the um, so they only had two options, better and best, and the better option says it was more green. So we get the better option. It arrives, and it is just light blue. Light blue? Light blue. Isn't that what teal is? No. No, no, no it's not. What? Teal. Okay, what, what, what is the difference between light blue and teal, then? Don't ask me. Teal is a, a darker greenish blue. So, okay, hold on. Libby's showing me a picture now. Hey, Michael. What? None of us know... Neither of us... Our expertise on the color teal because both of us have issues with color. I don't think I have issues with color. I have issues with color. This is the stone I ended up with. Okay, so the stone you ended up with is like a forest green. No. Forest green is not teal, forest, ladies and gentlemen. This is not forest green. Okay, well, I'm moving on from this conversation. I'm I'm getting pissed. <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm not actually I'm not actually pissed. And so we. Send it back again, and we are trying to figure something out for it. And so there's one day we decide we're just going to go look at stuff in pawn shops, see if we can find something that appeals to her. And we're walking around. We're not really finding anything. And then there's this little jeweler that's around the corner from where we were at. And so we walk there, and we decide to start talking to him, to him about it because, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we went to him and we are like, are we chasing something that doesn't exist? Is teal sapphire really a thing? Or is it just, you know, like approximations? Is there really something as a teal sapphire? Apparently there isn't about- because forest green is a thing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, about three days after we talked to him, he sends us a picture of this ring he got in that was a teal sapphire and it was an actu- actually teal. So we went in, we looked at it. It was actually teal um, we asked if we could have it removed from the ring to make sure that the ring wasn't playing tricks with the light to make it look more teal than it actually was. He ended up uh, eventually removing it for us. We looked at it, and it's just the stone we wanted, that she wanted, because she wanted a certain size. It was just the right size. Basically, we put a down payment for both the stone and the ring or whatnot, and he has started building the ring for us. And so we're still waiting on it, and we have just been doing placeholders but this ring is going to be both like the engagement ring quotation marks Mm -hmm. and the wedding ring Mm -hmm. so shelby's shelby's ring is the same thing she didn't have like an engagement ring and a wedding ring they were the same ring yeah which can i brag about shelby's ring for a minute and this this might seem like the opposite way that most people brag about rings but i got her rings for so cheap i Uh think i think i paid 30 bucks for it and honestly, like, I'm so proud of that because the ring looks amazing. She has, uh-huh. like, an opal on, on a rose gold band. It's not looks, actually rose gold. Looks real nice. It's an artificial opal. And, like, it looks amazing. But it was a $30 ring. So I'm actually pretty proud of that. My bank account goes ouchy. <laughs> that's, that's another thing I don't understand. Like, why would you want to spend that much money on a ring? And, okay, I understand that it's kind of like, oh, I spent this much money because you mean so much to me. But I don't know. I guess I guess overall I just don't really understand gifts. Nice segue. Thank you. Uh, Thank agreed. you. Agreed. Thank you. 
I do want to mention that the stone itself that we found, because mm-hmm. it's actually a teal sapphire, it's, it's an actual sapphire. So is itself it... Itself is... Huh. Is it lab-grown, or is it, like, natural? It's natural. Disgusting. I can't stand natural stones. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. I do care a little bit. Can you guess how the stone, how much the stone itself is? Just, just, just the single stone. You want me to take a guess? Take a guess. Okay. It's natural. It's um, seven millimeters. Seven millimeters. What is that in carats? It's like one point two four. One point two four carats. Yes. I have no idea what carats actually means, but uh, I forgot where my train of thought was going. Okay. Oh, you wanted me to guess. Yes, guess that's how much. okay. So just the I'm, stone. I'm actually basing. I'm basing this guess. Oh wait, you want just the stone or the whole ring? You can do both. Okay, so I'm actually basing this guess based on your comment about my bank account is ouchy. Okay, I know how you are with money. You're stingy as hell, which makes me think that it doesn't actually have to be a huge number for you to go, oh, my bank account is ouchy. But at the same time, I know that because you're stingy as hell, you're usually really good with finances, which means you probably have a good amount of money saved. And so if your bank account is ouchy, hmm, okay, this is a real conundrum, folks. All right, Um, can I call on a member of the audience to help? No. Oh, shit. Because we only have one member of the audience, and she knows how much it is. I don't... There are two members of the audience, okay? And how do you know I was going to pick Libby over your dog? Okay, you can ask my dog. Maya! Okay, so she says that the stone was about 2600 Maya's very wrong. Oh, shit. High or low? Your guess, or how much? Well, yeah, I, I was the guess. Um, your guess was high. My guess was high. Your guess was high. Okay, so... It was less than 2600 Yes. For the stone? Yes. What about for the ring? Higher. The ring is higher? Yes. But the stone is lower? Yes. You paid too much for a ring, man. Um, I don't know. Enlighten me. The stone itself was 2000 <sighs> Ooh, buddy. Shit. Yes. Shit. I spent less than that on my car. Um, not me. My cars. You 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 drive a shit box. So I do not drive a shit box. It's a shit box. It hauls a trailer just fine. But it's still a shit box. And then the uh, ring itself has stones in it as well, other diamonds in it. The ring is also another two thousand. So together, it's just over four thousand dollars for the ring. Holy shit! Yeah. I I don't get it. It doesn't make sense in my head. And like the beautiful segue I was trying to set up earlier, I just, I guess I, I just don't understand gifts. It's, it's not my love language at all. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand gifts and a gift of that magnitude. Like, yes, you love her very much. I'm very happy for you. Holy shit, dude. (laughs) I just don't get it. It's just not me. Libby's holding back a lot of comments over there in the audience. Uh Uh-huh. I'm happy for you both. And it's a beautiful ring. I'm not denying yeah. that. It is a yeah. beautiful ring. It is. It really is. I'm excited for it. I personally could not justify spending that amount of money on a ring. We have a question from the audience. I get the feeling that this is going to be a normal thing on the podcast. Hi. Yes. 
I don't think of it as a gift. You think of it as an expectation? No. I think of it as an investment of something that you wear for the rest of your life. That's why I'm willing to let him spend that much money on it because it's exactly what I want to see on my finger for the rest of my life to remind me of the commitment that we've made. Okay, I can appreciate the sentiment. It's just not for me. Um, <laughs> I think so, I think I'm gonna leave it at that. So, so Michael, let me bring up some more examples. Um, do you remember what I did for Christmas last year? No. At the White Elephant. Oh yeah, he gave mom like two hundred bucks. No, she just happened to get it. I know. I was very upset about it. Exactly. We were all very upset about it. There needs to be a dollar limit on the White Elephant gifts from now on. Mm, be more financially responsible. Um, I'm trying to be. My wife doesn't listen to me. Have you heard the story of our how we got our trailer, John? <laughs> uh, it's okay. Uh, no, it's fine. But yeah, so yeah, I, I, I also see it as investment. So it's it's not like it's a huge issue for me. You know, it's it's an investment for my future. You know, I'm. I'm excited. I'm happy. All right. All right. All right. And, and I, I am proud of you. And it's, you know, it's like, it's like you spent how much on a car that will last you how long? Okay. You know, that but ring, that ring, I spent that much on that ring for much longer. Okay. You know, okay. 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 Price over time, you know? All right. We'll, we'll fight about this when there isn't an audience in the room. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So when it comes to gift giving um oh yeah my beautiful segue yes that you trampled all over yes you're welcome i also suck at giving gifts um i have to be told to what to get get people i've run into a little issue with uh libby's birthday just passed and i still have no idea what to get her for her birthday because she wants it to be special she wants to not know about it but i i'm not good at, at gifts so here's the deal when it comes to gifts i am also terrible at gifts for example well actually i've got two examples uh one of which is ongoing (laughs) it is currently june 13th that is the day we are recording mother's day has come and gone it has been over a month i have yet to get my wife a mother's day gift smooth because i i have zero idea on what to get her and even less money on to, to to even less money to get her a gift with yeah so that's my current ongoing example of how bad I am at gifts. The uh, concluded example. So her birthday is the end of December, right? A few yes. days after Christmas. Yes. I did not get her a birthday gift until March. Oh, damn. And that birthday gift is something that I primarily use. And what would that be? <laughs> See that brand new TV over there? Oh, my God. Well, so okay, the idea was like okay, so she had two things she wanted. Okay? okay. She either wanted a brand new TV for us to put in the basement that we could use to watch movies together. Okay. Or a robot vacuum. Okay. Okay. I went to the store fully intent on buying her both of these things. Haha. <laughs> okay. My mistake was I brought her with me. Okay. And she decided to be the voice of reason this time and tell me that I could not spend that much money on both things and that she would rather have the TV. Okay, then. So that we could watch movies together. Yeah. Because the robot vacuum would be nice, but we can sweep the floor upstairs if we need to, you yeah. know? Yeah. Whereas 
we can't really watch movies together down here in the basement. Uh huh. So we went with the TV. Okay. I think she has used this TV once. I think I witnessed that. And I, I use it every, like once or twice a week to play video games. So I am the primary beneficiary of this birthday gift for her. And I feel terrible about it because uh-huh. it's like, this was supposed to be your gift. But the the other part of the issue comes down to like, she doesn't want to spend too much time down here. It's an unfinished basement. Yeah. It's not the greatest place to hang out where you and I grew up in unfinished basements. She did not. This is home. And so like, I am completely comfortable down here. I love it down here. I love like the, you know, concrete walls and the, the wood studs that don't have any childhood, any, anything blocking this room from the next. Like this is comfortable for me. I love spending time down here. I mean, I mean, even when we had, you know, a mostly finished basement, uh, dad tore it apart. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so this, this is, life. is, this is comfortable for me. <laughs> this is, this is where I am at my most comfortable and she does not like being down here, uh-huh. which makes me question her argument that like, if we had a TV for the basement, I would spend more time down there. That is not the case. That is not the case. She does not spend time down here. It's just uh, me. Uh-huh. So I'm bad at gifts. I uh-huh. never have any idea what to get. My gifts always come months late. Uh-huh. It's just, I don't, I don't understand gifts. I've uh-huh. always hated gifts. I like, I used to tell friends when they came to my birthday party, don't bring a gift or don't come at all. Okay. Just cause like I hated the social pressure of gift giving. I hate it so much. I hate gift shopping. Like when the holidays come around, I don't even want to go to the store. Because I know uh-huh. that, like, I'm expected to provide gifts for people. Yeah. I never know what to get any anybody. Uh-huh. I never know what to get them. And it's it's not like I can just wander the aisles for three hours and suddenly come across the perfect gift. That's only happened to me once or twice in my life. Yeah. I hate the social expectation of gift giving. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I hate getting gifts, too, just as much as giving gifts. See... I'm terrible at getting people's gifts because I don't know what they want and I'm terrible to get a gift for because I don't know what I want. Because if there's something I want, I go out and get it. That's just what I do. Yeah, there's there's a few examples of that. I might have already sh- shared those on the podcast, but yeah, I'm really struggling trying to figure something out that is uh, special and that she'll actually like and use because I did give her some Valentine gifts before and uh, now they're in a box. So, yeah, that's the other thing um, about getting gifts. I want something practical. I want something that I'm going to use. I want something that makes sense for me to have that I probably don't already have that's going to make my life better and easier. Right? Yeah. As an example, one year for Christmas time, I told everyone, uh, just get me something practical, like a blanket. Right? Yeah. Blanket, was, blanket was the... The broad term. Uh, not not the broad term. The example that I used. Uh-huh. Okay. I said, you know, like a blanket. Everyone got you blankets. Everyone got me blankets. I got like 12 blankets that year. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not actually complaining about because they they are useful to just have laying around because who knows where I'm going to plop and veg. Yep. So, I mean, it is kind of nice. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know what other example to use, you know? Because, like, I have like coffee mugs. I have coffee mugs. I have wine glasses. I have a tool set. I I don't know what what to tell people to get me. 
And so I hate that they have to go through the trouble to find me something. And at the same time, I hate having to go through the trouble of finding somebody something. I j- that's that's not how I express love for other people. Yeah. Like I like I said, gift giving is not my love language. Giving or receiving, it's I just don't understand it. It doesn't click with me. Typically, when I'm doing bigger gifts or, or or gifts or whatnot, or giving bigger gifts or whatnot, that's when you need to check up on me, and make sure I'm okay, because uh, I'm I'm just throwing away possessions or whatnot. Mm, or, yeah, or stuff so that I'm like, I'm like, yep, I'm just gonna you know ruin this real quick, <laughs> uh, ruin my financial stability, uh, and then I regret it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, if I start getting big gifts again, go whoa there, stop. <laughs> Slow down. Slow Let's, down. Do Let's we need to have a talk, John? Go to therapy. Go to therapy. And, uh, and then I'll continue to say, no, I'm fine. It'll pass. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just. I have a podcast. I don't need therapy. Podcast. <laughs> That's right. We have a podcast. We don't need therapy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So I'm, I'm struggling on that. I'm trying to narrow it down, figure it out. The unfortunate thing is Libby is a lot like me, whereas if she wants something, she buys it herself. She goes and she buys it. And it's not hard, especially when she makes more money than I do, that she can just go out and buy everything that she wants. <laughs> whereas I'm all like, okay, I got to budget this and here. And by the time I've got the budget or whatnot ready, she's like, hey, look, I bought this through Amazon. And I went, oh, great. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, back to square one. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure something out. I'm trying to find, find something. It's a work in progress. Uh, hopefully next time um, I'll have an update on, on something I found. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else. Okay, I do have one more thing I'd like to add to the gifts. Do you have anything, though? I don't think so, no. I... Okay, so last thing I want to add about the gifts topic, and I'm, I'm putting this out here to the listeners. This is actually this is a segment we've already had before, and it's called The Listeners Solve Michael's Problems. Woo-wee. Woo-wee. Okay, um, so, listener, if you're listening to this, I'd like you to go ahead and email us, brothersonatangent at gmail.com, with some belated Mother's Day gift ideas that will, uh, first of all, make up for the fact that it's, you know, over a month late now, but also make my wife feel like I uh, actually put time and effort and thought into it and, and express how much I love her. Because I don't know how to express love through gifts. That's not that's not a thing my brain knows how to do. <laughs> uh, if you have any suggestions for a birthday gift as well, that'd be great too. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> so, all right. Uh, now that we've thoroughly gone over our moral failings as significant others. Woo! <laughs> woo! Um, I think we have one last thing on our list for today. Um, I don't think we ever talked about me and the Ferris wheel. We never got around to it. Oh my God, you're right. We teased I, it again. There, there was the tangent of the ring, and I used that to segue into gifts. Was then stomped all over. Uh huh. And then we continued about the ring, and then we segued back into gifts. So yeah, I don't think we ever finished the Ferris wheel story. Back to the Ferris wheel for those who have been waiting patiently to be all like, "What about the Ferris wheel?" Um. So the first time I rode the Ferris wheel at Lagoon, I was like eight or seven. I think. I was younger. The way you said that was weird. Like, eight or seven? Like, like you don't even go in ascending order? 
I was I was either eight or seven or maybe three, you know, just just whatever age you are when you're a child. I was a child, um, <laughs> seven or eight. Uh, oh man, that was so much more pleasing to the ears. Okay, and we had gone to Lagoon, and we were riding a bunch of the rides. We decided to go on the Ferris wheel. I'm scared of heights, and so I was like a little scared. And we got onto it, and we started moving. It kept like m- moving or whatnot, like side to side. Wait a second. When you say that they they started moving the Ferris wheel, it started moving. I'm talking about. Okay, shut up. Uh, <laughs> so it moves in two. It moves two different ways. So there's the Ferris wheel way, and then inside the cart itself, the cart can spin. So the cart started to move and spin. It also it also jostles side to side. Yes. Right or like swings yes. side to side, yes. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm just helping you out. I'm just helping you out. Sure you are. God. Anyway, started moving. <laughs> I started freaking out because we were really high up and I got really scared. And we had to I had to hop off the Ferris wheel with mom, while the rest of you continued to ride it. And I hopped on a ride that was next to it. You skipped the best part. Yeah, what's that? So we were stopped at the top, right? Because, you know, they have to stop the Ferris wheel to get more people on. So we're stopped at the top, and John is, like, crying and screaming. He is not happy to be up here. One of his older brothers, I forget which one, uh, probably the asshole one, decided it would be funny to start spinning the Ferris, like, the cart (laughs) that we were in. And this kid grabs that center pole and is just hanging on for dear life. Um, by the asshole one, I meant it was me. It was definitely me. Yeah. And so I'm just sitting there like trying to spin the Ferris wheel while he's holding the center pole, trying to prevent it from spinning because he is terrified and he is screaming and crying. And I definitely got in trouble for that. Worth it. (laughs) Uh, fuck you. Um, (laughs) but now I'm over that. Uh, I, I, I can ride the Ferris wheel. Really well. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I love the views. I've gotten over my fear of heights by quite a bit, especially after after riding Cannibal for about 100 times. Uh, yeah, that one goes way up there. Yeah, it does. And then the drop is just like... Whoop. And then it's like, we're going to drop you at a... a 45-degree s- angle. I was going to say, yeah, 45 degrees upside down. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. So, yeah. Okay, now, the the other thing. The other thing... The one thing that we were going to go into before I was like, what about the Ferris yeah, wheel? Yeah, the last thing the last thing on our list. So, I recently took a trip to Oregon. Woo. And it was super awesome. Got to meet my, or hang out with my best friend from high school. Wow, meet your best friend. Yeah, I got to meet my best friend for the Woo. first time ever. It was great. <laughs> I actually, I did get to meet his new girlfriend. Oh, that's good. She's really cool. Um, I don't think Danny actually listens to this, so... <gasps> Rude. I was going to say hi, Danny, but he doesn't actually listen, so... Why not? I don't know. He's probably a punk or something. You best you best message him and be like, yo, we mentioned you. Yeah. Best no, listen to it. It's fine. He's got other things going on in his life. He's a busy guy. Okay. He's he's a little circus freak, so... Fantastic. Oh, yeah. He was uh, he was trying to teach me how to juggle fire. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So that that, that was part of our trip. Um, so, yeah, he's he's a fire spinner. Yes, right? I, yes. So he has a fire staff. He spins fire. Uh, he, it's really cool. It's like what he does to just relax and have fun and hang out with friends, right? Is they, uh-huh. they spin fire. 
And so he brought these juggling clubs where you actually light the end of them on fire. Uh-huh. And he was trying to get me to juggle fire, but I was not about to go juggle. Like, okay, so I can juggle. Yes. But I can only juggle balls. I've never juggled clubs before. You're good at juggling balls, aren't you? Ha, ha, ha. Yes, I am. But I'd never juggled clubs before. So uh-huh. after, after they were uh, extinguished... That's when I was okay, like trying to juggle the clubs, and I am yeah. bad at it. Good thing like you it's didn't a do totally, it's a totally different. Oh yeah, dude, I totally grabbed the fire end plenty of times. Ooh. I would have burned my hand pretty bad. Oh no! But it's fine. So I, I tried to juggle clubs for the first time. Did not go well. So oh, no. I'm gonna have to buy myself a set and get used to it, so that next time I can just show up. And ready to juggle fire. Ready, ready to juggle fire. You know, so it'll be it'll be a good time. But no, we did a lot of things up in Oregon. Um, we flew on an airplane, obviously, but it was my daughter's first time on an airplane. And let me just tell you, that kid fucking loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. Um, she loves airplanes. So like, we'll we'll be you know standing in our backyard like taking the dogs out and stuff. And she'll come out every time because she wants to help. She's so independent. That's fantastic. Um, you know, we get a lot of airplanes flying over our place because we're we're like 30 miles directly south of the airport. Okay. So if there are any flights inbound from, from the south that are landing at Salt Lake City International, then, like, we're they pretty much fly right over us. Okay. You know, they're still high enough up that it's it's not a big deal. It's not like it's shaking the house or anything. We're not that close, but we'll just be. It's not fun to be that close to planes. No, it's not. It's uh, it's terrible, but we'll just be standing in the backyard, and every once in a while, she'll just be like, "Airplane, airplane, airplane!" Because there's one flying overhead. She loves airplanes, so we were getting her all hyped up for it. You know, like, "Hey, we're gonna go ride an airplane. We're gonna go ride an airplane," and she loved it. She was so excited to be in the airplane, which was good because we weren't sure how a two-year-old was going to handle being on the airplane. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, luckily it was a short flight. It was only like an hour, 20 minutes. Uh-huh. So not a long flight at all, which was wonderful. That's great. And she loved it. She absolutely loved it. She slept most of the time on the way back, but she was just as excited on the way back as she was go- like leaving. That's fantastic. Um, it was actually, so the night before we were leaving... And I, I did post this to my Facebook page. John's over there nodding. Yeah, I saw it. I saw yeah. it. It was adorable. The the night before we're leaving, I'm trying to get her to go to bed. She doesn't want to go to bed because obviously, like, we're in a new place. We're sleeping in a hotel. It's so exciting, right? She doesn't want to go to bed. So I'm trying to get her, like, excited to go to bed. So I told her, I was like, hey, we're going to ride an airplane tomorrow. After you wake up, we're going to go ride an airplane. So you better go to sleep. It worked, right? Like, she was so excited to go to bed all of a sudden. Well, the next morning... I can hear her in the other room. Uh, we got a really, it, it was not like a really nice motel room, uh-huh. but it had like a separate bedroom part. Okay. So there was like the main area that had a bed and then there was a separate bedroom that had a bed. So obviously we're putting the kid in the separate bedroom. Yeah. So we can close the door. She can go to sleep and we can keep hanging out. Yeah. Anyways, I can hear her jostling around in there. So we know she's up. So I go in there. Like I walk in, I don't even say anything. She says to me, I wake up, airplane now. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, kiddo, sweet, sweetheart. We, uh, we have to go eat breakfast first. Is that okay? Can we go eat breakfast? Um, 
sure. <laughs> like, like that was her <laughs> response. Which, uh, another thing, lately that has been her favorite response. Um, sure. Yeah, like if you ask a question, um, sure. Or if she doesn't want to, she'll say, um, nope. <gasps> and it's like, it's cute. so cute. It's adorable. But we have no idea like where she got it from. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. <laughs> I know it was unintentional, <laughs> but after you said, I don't know where she got it from, you went, um, <laughs> I think I know where she got it from. That was not intentional. That I think was I not know. intentional. Um, the listeners don't know how, how many ums we cut out, but I'm pretty sure she got it from you. That's okay. I'm <laughs> cutting out this whole conversation. <laughs> so anyway, Oregon was awesome until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What so else happened in Oregon? Well, I'm going to go over more of the awesome parts. Um, so the first day we're there, we flied, we flew, we flied in, we flied in, we we flew in, got there about noon Pacific time, noon Oregon time, right? Uh huh. And so we've got half of a day to kill. So my friend Danny, he's like, "Hey, why don't we go to this super awesome duck pond?" Hell yeah! I'm like, "Fuck yeah! I want to go feed some ducks." Right, so we go to the I, I want to say country store, but it's, it's like a livestock okay feed store or whatever, right? And we go buy okay. um like actual like poultry food. That's good. So we weren't just feeding them bread. Yeah, um, that's very yeah. unhealthy for we, them. Well, we actually like at the park they had signs posted like every thirty feet that was like "Do not feed us bread." So that's great. It was pretty cool. But anyways, uh yeah, so we went and got some poultry feed. And so we just got like this 30 pound bag of poultry feed. Holy shit. We probably went through half of it because we showed up, right? Of course, like the ducks are kind of like scattering, you know, they're not too sure about people showing up. Yeah. But as soon as Danny pulls out that bag of food. You got swarmed. We got swarmed because he, apparently he does this regularly. Like as, as often as he can, at least once a week, he'll, he'll go feed the ducks, right? As soon as we pulled out that bag, they knew what was up. Fantastic. Right? And so we're like fighting off ducks trying to get to the picnic bench. <laughs> it was awesome. And so we got about 20 minutes of just like throwing this food at the ducks and them just going nuts. And then the geese showed up. No, no. <laughs> the geese were actually really docile. Okay. That's like good. I, I have never met a goose that didn't want to square up before, but these ones were pretty nice actually. That's good. Um, they definitely squared up with the ducks. And the geese won. Uh-huh. Well, um, yeah. The only the only geese that like weren't nice were the ones that had like babies. Yeah. And if if you even like moved in their direction, you could be standing, you know, fifteen feet from them. If you even moved in their direction, they'd hiss at you. And huh. so, just being the asshole that I am, I'd like keep walking in their direction until they got nervous and and ran away. Like none of them attacked me. You know? Well, that's good. So, yeah. Anyways, we're just, like, feeding these ducks. It's a great time. And, like, they're just, like, eating out of our hands. Like, they're super nice ducks. And so I get the bright idea. I'm going to lay on the ground and put food on my stomach. Oh, good Lord. How'd that go? Um, disappointingly, they did not want to eat off of my stomach. Oh. Which, it was really unfortunate. But I did have one that was, like, eating out of my armpit. And then he shot on my hand. <laughs> So, so I mean, it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, So that was kind of the whole first day is we went and fed ducks and then we went to 
uh, the store and, and, you know, got stuff for dinner and drinks and whatever. So the second day, this was the only full day that we were going to have, right? Because we flew out Saturday. We were flying back Monday. So Sunday, the only full day we knew we were going to have, we decided we were going to go do two different hikes. Okay. One of which is, I can't remember the name, but like, basically there's like two waterfalls within a mile of each other. Okay. So you can hike from one waterfall to the next one. Holy shit, dude, these waterfalls. Yeah. We don't have waterfalls like this in Utah. Okay. Like the only major waterfall I can think of in Utah is like Bridal Veil Falls. Can you think of another one? There's 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 a few different falls that are that are pretty beautiful, you know. I don't know what they're called. But okay. Well, I have never seen waterfalls like this in Utah. Okay. It's like it's not like a huge river, but it it's a bigger river than the Jordan River. Uh-huh. You know, just kind of making its way down this mountain. And the first fall we come to, I, I'm i trying to sit here and think of the scale. It was probably like a 60-foot drop. Damn. And it was a lot of water. Like, it wasn't a small amount of water coming up, o- coming up over this. We were probably standing 100 to 200 yards away, and we were getting misted by how much water was coming off this waterfall. It was gorgeous. Absolutely Sounds beautiful. Fantastic. The greenery was so lush. It was incredible. So then we hiked down to the second one, and it's probably at least a 100-foot drop. Damn. The way they had it set up, you could go stand right over the top of it. Oh, goodness. It was so cool. It was gorgeous. We got plenty of pictures, plenty of stuff there. It was beautiful absolutely phenomenal uh-huh. we got a little lost hiking back to the first waterfall because that's where we parked uh-huh. but then shelby was just like okay we're marching through the woods now and we ended up back on the trail so it was fine yeah, it worked out. yeah so it worked out so uh the next hike we were gonna do we had to drive uh, basically like back into town and then almost in the opposite direction okay from the first one we get up into the mountains. We probably dr- drove 45 minutes up into the mountains. Okay. Right? Like, oh, that's another thing. The mountains there are so different. They are so, like... So different. So we, we were, for reference, for those listening, we were in, like, Bend and Redmond, Oregon. They have mountains, but their mountains are, like, singular peaks. There's There's, like, a small group that's got, like, four peaks... And the rest is just like, oh, there's a mountain in the distance. It's the only mountain. There isn't like a range of mountains like we have here in Utah. Yeah, you know, the, like, we have the Wasatch Range. Right. We have a whole range here. And the peaks are a little bit more difficult to distinguish here, right? Because the, the mountains kind of run in a big, long chain. Out there, they were like singular mountains. So anyways, we're driving up into the into the, these mountains, the, the one cluster that's got like four peaks, like I was saying, uh-huh. um, it's actually, they're called, um, the sisters. Okay. So there's the North sister, the South sin- sister and the central sister. And then there's another one kind of off to the side that they just call broken top because it like the peak isn't like a singular peak. It's like three small peaks clustered together. So it kind of looks like somebody ripped the top off this mountain. Uh-huh. Um, so anyways, we drive up into the, into the sisters there's a series of lakes. There's like 20 lakes. Okay. That all feed off of the same river, feed into each other type thing. This river goes back down through bend. That sounds awesome. So we drive up to like the eighth or ninth lake. Okay. And this is like 45 minutes into the mountains. Okay. 
the car starts making a funny noise. Oh no. Right. So we're freaking out, like trying to figure out what it is. I can tell where it's coming from in the engine, but I can't tell what's making the noise. I thought it was the belt. Turns out there was just a bolt that had been knocked loose and it wasn't even like an essential bolt. Oh, okay then. Right. So Shelby, like the badass that my wife is, was able to get that bolt out and it stopped making that noise. The car wasn't having any problems. That bolt was helping hold something in place, but there were two other bolts doing exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Okay. So it wasn't like absolutely necessary that we had that bolt in. It was one of those like, oh yeah, we can drive this back into town and buy a new bolt. Uh-huh. From that moment on, Danny is just gushing about how incredible my wife is for fixing the car because <laughs> we're fantastic. 45 minutes into the mountains, like barely any cell service, like like it was really spotty up there and Shelby was able to get it just fine. No problem. So anyways, after fixing the car, we decided, you know, let's go check out this lake. Yeah. So Shelby and Brielle went and kind of played in the lake for a little while and so there was still snow up there. Okay. Right? So it's high enough elevation. There was still snow up there. It was like 90 degrees in bend, but uh-huh. up up in these mountains, there was still snow. So I was kind of following the streams that were feeding into this particular lake. Okay. Um, not the main river, but just kind of like the... The, the little... The, the streams from the melt. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so I'm just kind of like playing in a stream, <laughs> just like diverting the water and watching stuff float down it, because that shit's cool, man. Yeah, it is. Right, you're. I I never want to lose that that phase uh-huh. or that that part of myself where I enjoy watching things float down a stream. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. But anyway, so I'm over there. Uh, Danny comes and joins me, and we're just like fucking around with this little stream. And I did mention like we had spotty r- service, right? Yeah. I get a call from Shelby. Okay. And I'm thinking like, oh, okay, she probably wants to know where I wandered off to. Yeah. And I get three words. Okay. Help. Knee. Fuck. Oh, no. Right. So I'm like running back towards the lake. Yeah. And so I get back to find Shelby is on the ground and Brielle is standing over her just like screaming, bawling her eyes out. Uh Uh-huh. Shelby was carrying the kid to come find me. There was like this little log in the way that like you could go around, but Shelby decided not to. She decided to get up on this log and hop off of the log. Mm. Now Shelby has had her knee replaced before. Yes. Right. Like she had to, she tore her ACL, had to get a new ACL put in. Uh huh. So like we already knew she had problems. Yes. So hopping a foot and a half, two feet off of this log would not have been a problem for any of us. Even if we were carrying the kid. Yeah. For her, it was a problem. Yes. All she, all that happened is she heard a pop, and then it was pain, and she could not stand up. Uh-huh. We ended up taking a shortcut to get back to the car, uh-huh. because to get back to the car, like, the way we came in, we would have had to go back to the lake, back to the road, and then walked up the road a ways to get to it. Uh-huh. Right? Well, the stream that I was playing in was halfway between the lake and where we parked. Okay. So it would, it, it essentially, it would have cut time from going back to the lake, back to the road, following the road back to the car. I, I don't really know how to describe that better okay. in an audio format. Yeah, no, it's, I, I think it should be good enough. But basically there's this really steep hill from where we parked to where the lake was. So we followed the road down to where the road met the lake. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? 
Yes. So we decide, okay, we don't want to walk all that way back around. We're just going to cut through here, up this hill, to the car. Uh-huh. So I am carrying my wife up this snowy incline to get back to the car. We finally, like, we we managed to do it. We drive back into town, get her seen by the doctor. The doctor's like, well, without an MRI, we, we can't really tell. And since you're not from here, like, I'm not going to order one. Here's uh-huh. a prescription for some pain meds, and here's an ice pack, right? Okay. So we fly back into town. A couple days later, she goes and sees her, oh, man, I'm going to get the name wrong, orthopedic surgeon. Orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. I, I almost said orthodontist. And I'm no. pretty sure that's like for braces. Yes. Right. Orthopedic surgeon. So she goes sees the basically the same clinic that did her knee before. Uh-huh. And they were like, well, like looking at everything, like they took x-rays. They're like, okay, none of the bones are broken, but okay. obviously you can't see the ligaments on an x-ray. Yeah. So they were like, we're going to have to get an MRI. But uh-huh. based on the fact that like it's already starting to feel better, worst case scenario, you have a minor tear. Okay. So we're like, okay, awesome. Let's get the MRI done. Let's just, you know, get things back on track. Yeah. So a couple days ago, she went to go get the MRI uh-huh. and then went to go see her doctor about the MRI. Okay. She doesn't have an ACL anymore. What? They could not find her ACL on the MRI. What? What happened most likely is that it tore in half and because they use an Achilles tendon to replace it. Uh-huh. Like they have to stretch the Achilles tendon to do it. So when that cut in half, what most likely happened is it like rolled up inside of her knee. Oh my God. So they could not find the ACL on the MRI at all, oh. which means she's going to have to go in for her second major knee, knee, knee replacement. replacement. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, Overall, Oregon was phenomenal until it wasn't. Damn. Yeah. So it's cray cray. But that is. That's like, Yeah. What 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 a twist. I know. What an ending, right? What, what a twist. Well, look, the lakes were beautiful. The waterfalls good. were phenomenal. I fucking love the waterfalls. Uh-huh. But uh but uh she 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 lost her ACL in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, the knee surgery uh, kind of puts a damper on the whole thing. Damn. So, yeah, it's fine. We're going to, you know, deal with it. That's life. Take it as it comes. That sort of thing. Uh-huh. So, anyways, I feel like I've been talking forever. And uh, we also might be coming up on our time here. So, okay. Okay. Uh, would you like to give the outro again, John? <laughs> oh, God. So, thank you all for listening. Uh <laughs> Wow, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Yep, that's all I've got. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So you can uh, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Brothers on a Tangent. You can find us on our subreddit, r slash Brothers on a Tangent, which actually I realize like it's technically like reddit.com slash r slash Brothers on a Tangent if you really wanted the whole link. Or, uh-huh. you, or you can just go to Reddit and search brothers on a tangent yep you can email us brothers on a tangent at gmail.com you can like everybody does apparently just facebook message us because you know us that's uh-huh. the that's the other thing our our listenership dropped hard yes so 
we we were consistently getting f- between thirty and forty listens per episode, uh-huh. and and like like within the first couple weeks or yes. within the first week of dropping an episode, yeah. And then it kind of slowly climbed after that. Uh huh. This last episode that we dropped, we got eleven listens, Oof. and I'm pretty sure two of those are mine. Because oh. I listened to it on Spotify, and then I switched over to using Google Podcasts, and uh-huh. I listened to it again, because why the hell not? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Uh, our viewership has significantly dropped. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and reach out to us. If you have anything you'd like to say, anything to add to the show, if you'd like to guest star on it, uh, email us is the preferred method. But if you want to just Facebook message us, we'll try to uh, remember that you did thank you guys for listening we really appreciated you uh putting up with our long wait time but uh-huh. we're glad to be back yep thank you so much and i would like to apologize for what happens after we say bye please forgive me um <laughs> bye y'all he knows he knows what i'm gonna do <laughs> michael's editing and he, i'm he, editing you he, he's already putting something in there that i i made the mistake of saying while it was being recorded yep it's okay. I have many recordings of you saying you're dumb or an idiot or that, you know, like just a bunch of stuff of you just like saying these terrible things about yourself that I could just wow. compile a large list of, so make an entire episode out of it. What you're saying is we're about to start an editing war. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, thank you for listening. That's the show. Bye, y'all. Mm, bye. Test, test this. God damn it, John. What the fuck? I'm trying to get a podcast set up here, and you're just burping into the microphone. You love it. Motherfucker. This is probably going at the end of the episode.